our voice. Your voice. Student, Student voice. voice. What is up, guys? Um, we have a lot to announce. We have a new uh, a new co-host with us. What's up? Do you want to introduce yourself? Go ahead. Yo, hey, what's up, everybody? My name's Leani. I'm currently a senior. So glad to be here on Student Voice. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's been a long a, a long time coming. Um, we've been trying to, you know, get you on here for a minute, and now you are. Um, so, yes, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Making new changes, making new, you know, making new appearances. Yeah, did you hear that slogan? That was all her. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> already, already um, making some some positive change into the, the podcast. <laughs> So before we get started, I just wanted to shout out the Graduate Student Union. Um, they held another action today, walking from the GEO office in Quinn to a bargaining table in CC. So enough is enough, they say, and they are asking the chancellor to acknowledge how important grad students are to UMB. And of him, they ask that their new contract with the university include better wages, better health insurance, and better support. Shout out to the Graduate Student Union. Yeah, shout out, shout out, man. Um, what they're doing is, is definitely important, and they they need to be seen, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, we got a lot um, in this university, and I'm glad to see some action happening. Students are speaking out. They're asking and demanding for, you know, um, the changes that they need to see, you know, UMB. Um, it's commuter school. It's a school filled with a composition of students. It is a marvelous institution. It's time for um institutions um administration to show up for its marvelous students yeah yeah i think it's especially since it's a commuter school it's like it's harder pretty much to to like have those those like organizations to stuff like that so it's, it's cool to see um the graduate uh student um union pretty much like uh, making that happen and organizing a event like that is dope yeah for sure for sure um outside of just the Graduate Student Union, we got a whole bunch of events happening. I'm just gonna share with you just a couple for right now, but or, or just one, really. Um, so the Racial and Restorative Justice, um, for Racial and Restorative Justice at UMB, the Latino Studies Program is hosting, or has a new program, a Latino Leadership Opportunity Program. So it's a leadership program seminar, which will be available in the spring. It's on Mondays from 12 to 2.45. Um, three credits and application deadlines are due on December 17th, y'all. And there's scholarship for selected students, $500. So if get you guys money. are interested, hey! Get that money. If you guys are interested, please, please, please contact Dr. Roslyn Negron um, at roslyn.negron at umb.edu. Yeah. Um, yeah, so talk to me, Leani. Um, you're a senior now, right? Yes, yes. Uh, we're, we're talking a little bit. We're talking a little bit uh, before the podcast started. Um, honestly, we probably should have recorded uh, our conversation because it was so good um, about um, like ways to get involved and ways that you're involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit about like some some of the other things you're doing, some of the groups you're in and, and like what's like what's so beneficial about them? Well, um, I've actually, I've been in a lot recently, a lot recently and a lot that I'm there and sometimes absent from, so I gotta call out my, you know, absence sometimes, but I am part of NAACP, Political Action Chair. Um, 
I am part of BSC, new position, um, Black Conscious Coordinator, and I'm also part of the UMB Coalition. It's not on UMB involved, but it is a student-led, student-run uh, political organizations um, for organizing purposes, strategic purposes, asking, demanding, and just really just um, trying to make change here at UMB. Um, yeah, and now I'm part of the podcast. <laughs> hey. Yeah, um, that, as a sophomore though, I've like tried to like um, get involved as many things as possible, um, but like it's it's always I feel like it's been hard, especially as like because it's a community score school. Um, and then I'm pretty, I'm like a sophomore, but technically I'm a freshman just because like last year was so terrible on Zoom. Um, and it was like so hard to like get involved and stuff. Um, but like, I've been trying to like get involved in a bunch of things, but I feel like I'm scared of burnout. Cause eventually I know that like, if I have all these things, I'm going to burn out. So I, I kind of probably think it's better to like just pick one and just like go all the way. Um. Honestly, like I say, do as many things as you can do um, that is physically, emotionally, and spiritually possible for you. Because mm-hmm. honestly, like I've been feeling burnout for like the things that I'm doing. Because I got classes, I got um, organizing work that I'm doing. I'm in these clubs, um, these organizations with wonderful people who are inspiring me in any in every way that they can. Um, but I am feeling burnout. But I will say, like, if you do want to get involved, like get involved um, a little bit, like. The first thing I ever got involved here um, in on campus was First Year Leadership Institute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about that before, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know they here yeah. um, was part of the First Year Leadership Institute. But, like, um, I realized, like, and for those of you who don't know what uh, First Year Leadership Institute is, a program for first-year students run by um, OSLife. And um, that's how I really got started in, like, first, like, social justice, social change work. Um, they were, uh, or more so leadership, because they were a program like geared and focused on creating leaders and um, really honing in on that. What, is, what does it mean to be a leader? How can you be a leader? And in turn, how do leaders uh, react to things, do certain things? Um, so yeah. And so like I did that uh, freshman year, um, did the second part with them uh, my second semester of freshman year, and then um, did BBS a little bit, um, and then I think after a while, like I was realizing that those programs weren't really for me. Um, I had a very specific way of how I wanted to see social change, and it just didn't feel like that way was the best mm-hmm. for for me personally. Like, um, and then I got into um, around that time too. I was getting into like I was working in the labor resource center. Shout out to the labor resource center. <laughs> um, I was taking classes with the Asian American Studies program. I was just doing a lot of things that were opening up my eyes, uh, taking trips with uh, Tony Vandermeer from Africana Studies uh, to, like... Shout out Tony. To shout out to Tony. <laughs> or, like, um, like, they were, like, I think, like, as I was going through school um, and I was meeting these new people, um, I'm going to do a lot more shout outs, like, you guys, that way, but, like, <laughs> As I was going through school meeting these like wonderful people, like I was kind of like growing into myself and then I was realizing like um, there are certain things that I didn't like. Um, some things were just too performative for my liking um, and that is what I realized. Uh, when something doesn't work for me, I change it up or I 
I don't walk, but I find something that I feel like that suits me as a person mm-hmm. me, and my ways of organizing. So, and then I ended up with the organizations that I'm in now, doing the work that I'm doing now specifically because I had those programs, those people in my life to be like, hey, like, there's a new way of thinking that's not just black and white, just part of the binary, just part of like right. textbook culture, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely feel what you, like, definitely for, I remember um, my time as Oslice, as um, as an FLI, like, mentee, I guess, um, it was a lot of, like, um, oh, this this um, day is going to be, like, a, um, a like, uh, presentation, and, like, uh, on the mentor, like, you know, they're going to pre- present, like, one, another way of, of being a leader, um, and stuff like that. Um, and I'm not gonna say it's, it was all bad because I've met a couple people there that I still uh, talk to. You know, um, I have another podcast, shout out Pickup Podcast, <laughs> that I do with uh, someone I've met there, um, and I've met uh, some other. Well, I have another friend that I've met from there, and it's like so. Yeah, you, obviously at the, at the end of the day, you're still getting to know to meet people, um, but I do remember being like, okay, this kind of feels like I'm in class and they're like have a group presentation and it's like their turn. Um, to present on the topic um but yeah it, it definitely felt kind of like what you're saying a lot of um, like very like present like presentation what was it what, what, how'd you uh, put it performative performative yeah right and i think it's that aspect that was like that was what was bugging me was like um i didn't want to just sit in the classroom like for someone to tell me how to do something right you know? right but rather i wanted to like i wanted to be physically there present in that moment in those spaces with those people and then in Unfortunately, like for me, like when we were present in those spaces with those people, it was always under a time crunch. You have to satisfy these specific hours in order to be mm-hmm. um, satisfy your volunteering, to satisfy that you have uh, you know done your leadership role, to satisfy A, B, C, whatever it is across the board. And it wasn't. It was never like more than that. It was just like an objective, and then that's it. That's it. Like it was like it, it never felt like it was something to uh, to continue. It just felt like something that was like momentary, um, like I was uh, filling out a transcript and this is how, or like filling out an application for a scholarship or anything that you're filling out an application for. You check box one, check box two, check box three, and then that's it, you're done. And that wasn't for me, you know? And so like, um, I found other places where like, um, for example, like the UMB Coalition, where like I was, I'm in continuous conversations with um, uh, administrative uh, bodies, I'm in, conversation with students, I'm in conversations with faculties, uh, faculty, I'm in conversation with uh, 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 staff, and it's specifically because I understand the importance of being in communication with the members of the community, uh-huh. whereas for like those programs, I just didn't feel like I was ever in communications with the members of the community until after I had been given a presentation and then sent to do an action that I don't feel um, that I had any type of connection with that time if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Um because some of the things that you were you were talking about like before the podcast, you were like that I found it interesting like you would have meetings with like people who actually can do something um whether it be like I think the chancellor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's like something that, you know, it's cool because like that's actually the thing that's going to get done or or that, you know, can get done. Um mm-hmm. which I think is dope. Yeah, I think also too like it's not just one specific person that gets things done, but like realizing that um, in those spaces there's a like multitude of people that 
whose voices often don't get recognized. Right, right. right. Like, you have to bring it to those people. And then sometimes, like, because your instructions like that, like, sometimes it kind of does feel bureaucratic where, like, one person, like, at the end of the day, one specific goal um, is expected and one specific outcome is expected. And you know what that specific outcome and goal is. So you kind of just... follow the blueprint yeah and it's like they're they're like meeting with them having a conversation with them it's more of it's less of them hearing you out and them trying to twist their words in order to get their objective done kind of like um dancing around what you what your um concerns are mm-hmm. uh just mm-hmm. to like you know still beat their quota like you're like you're saying like, like the check marks because yeah, yeah. like yeah like the higher ups people have the little same check marks they look a little different but mm-hmm. it's that it's like um to meet with this person and still get x amount of money whatever mm-hmm. like and that's what i realized like in whether it be school whether it be in class whether it be um whether like whether it be in class in the real world in any type of space, everybody, everyone has their biases. That's for sure true. But like recognizing the spaces where even though people have their biases, they're open to conversation, open to criticism, open to, um, I don't like to say like compromise, but open to like negotiation mm-hmm. and like really like understanding like I, I might have a different opinion than you. Um, and you might have a different opinion um, than I. However, like we're gonna put aside our differences because at the end of the day it's a collective effort it's not an individualistic effort so like um that's one thing that like yumi has taught me like when you go when you find those spaces like you know like when you go out like and also like um to be in those spaces really is you also have to start communicating with um the students your your professors like actually start asking questions like those are i think that's one of the biggest things like once you start asking questions you realize there's a whole there's a, a whole doorway. A doorway opens up. Mm-hmm. Opportunity on top of opportunity to be in conversation with a multitude of people who have a whole slew of, like, um, different opinions and perspectives. And you're like, yo, like, um, this, is, this is awesome. And all, you don't agree all the time, no, but, like, honestly, like, just, having, just being in conversation and just, like, taking in what everybody has to say in, in a way that is, like, uplifting to the other person and yourself and uplifting to your values is pretty awesome and i say like these groups like when you're in any group like a club an organization mm-hmm. in a classroom when you're with people like that like and conversation is flowing and it's not just a debate it's conversation it's discourse um um it's experiential mm-hmm. you find that like those are the places like you want to continue along that route and i think you said it actually right the first time when you said compromise um because when you really think about it at the end of the day uh, UMass Boston, like it's a, it's a business. Like I think everything, like as a management major, I kind of open my eyes to like everything is a business, mm-hmm. and everything at the end of the day, their top goal, no matter what they say, is always to the almighty dollar. Um, so it's like, yeah, the what what drives your pocket or like uh, what's gonna get you the most money is not always what's best for the students, and it's it's a, like you said, compromise um, where maybe you might have to. Um, sacrifice a little bit of of that opportunity to have these these honest um, and uh, uh, have these honest and open spaces for for students to make these groups or or whatever. Um, I think is important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then in talking about these honest um, spaces, like 
um, you need to have mentors for that as well. Like uh, they're great guides, great mentors. And speaking about mentors, um, the Latino Studies uh, program is hosting a workshop for Latinx student success. Um, it is tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. On, in the Campus Center Ballroom C. Mentorship matters, you guys. Yes, mentorship yeah. matters. Um, and then outside of just mentorship, it becomes friendship. It becomes relationships. You know, um, I think that's what we realize. Like when you're... In opportunities any, even. Opportunity, yes. And it's like... And then those... Like what I love the most about guidance and like when you find that guide or when you find those guys, those mentors, those friends, those um, people who you're going to have relationships with, you realize it's not just the momentary relationships. These are continuous. And mm -hmm. that's why like these clubs, organizations matter. Like I'm talking about like, um, for like for example, some of the clubs and organizations I'm talking about is like the Black Student Center, the um, Casa Latinx, I'm talking about uh, the Queer Student Center, I'm talking about the Asian Student Center. The Veteran Center. The Veteran Center, yes. Like I'm talking about, like we have so much great um, centers, great people, great uh, places for students to be in at all times, you guys. like. You can just walk up. If they're on the third floor of the campus center, you can just walk up and just start a conversation, you know? Start a conversation with people. Um, really just, like any conversation, say hi, you know? And then people are receptive, you know? Like they're talking to you. Because um, though we're a commuter school, there are some students who are like, there There needs to be a sense of community for it, mm -hmm. for you. Like, And I think that's another thing. Like uh, for you not to have burnout, you need to have community. Right. Um, your community allows you, helps you uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, they're there for you. They got your backs there. Like, hey, are you listening to your body? Like, my community, bro, like, they'll look at me and be like, hey, dude, like, have you eaten? Have you slept? Have you, you know, like, taken some time off? Like, bro, like, get off your phone or, like, go take a nap. Like, community comes from those, those groups, those people. And in turn, like, that aids with burnout. I feel like a lot of yeah. times, like, we go through burnout by ourselves. When we go through burnout by ourselves, it's kind of like, yo, like, at that moment, it's kind of like, whoa, like, this is tough. But when you got community to help you um, go through that, that's the best thing anybody could ask for. Do you think it's enough, though? Or at least, um, like, this camp, like, because, um, like, that, the um, student, um, the student center, right, has, like, the black, black student group. But, like, it's all, I feel like, Sometimes it feels like it's all kind of cornered off, mm -hmm. um, where like it's like a, a a reason. It's a it's a pretty big room to be fair, um, but like I feel like sometimes I feel like that's the only like area or only space to have it. So I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's not enough to like have a community or or to necessarily have a strong community. Yeah, are you saying that um, that that is the only space? Yeah, pretty much, space? right? Yeah, for sure. Like I think also it's. Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, it's also on the part of the students' admin, um, faculty and staff, to recognize that it's not just we can't just have a specific space to just be um, students, to just be whether it be students of color, to be uh, queer students, to be women, to be just students, mm. you know? Um, it's not like it can't be in just a specific space. It has to be within and around all of UMass Boston, you know? And I think that's also to the, to the part and the working relationship of administration students that faculty, like every one of us needs to be in that conversation to, to recognize that why aren't students participating more 
in UMB? Why aren't students engaging more in UMB? I'm seeing a culture shift. I'm seeing norms happening, mm -hmm. but students aren't engaging in um, activities. Why aren't students engaging in activities? It's not that, like, um, they're obviously living here now, but there's no incentive, there's no reach out, there's no communication between students. Um, and a lot of times the structures put in place aren't representative of the students who are here at UMB. And so we really need to have a deeper conversation with um, the structures that be and the people that be about why that is, you know what mm. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I was, I was going to say that I, I think a lot of that is like dorm culture because a lot um, of what I see is like, or a lot, a lot of what I kind of want to see is kind of that community that I want to see is a lot of that comes from like um, dorming and like kind of being around uh, people, almost like around other students, almost like 24-7. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm curious of like whether we can have that in a, in a in a school like UMB, for sure, bro. We can for sure have that. Like, for example, like even me, like being on here was specifically because like I like I'm on I, I was on the social media page. I'm not like if anybody knows me, bro. I'm not on social media. But like I had for for a while wanted to do, like to do a podcast to be on a podcast, mm -hmm. and then so like you reach out to people, and I reach out to you. I reach out. So I was like, okay, let me try. Let me DM for once. Let me slide into the DM for once. Um, and then I got a response. And then in, so, in doing so, like, I was able to come here, um, you know, converse, and then in turn, like, share some of my ideas. And look at, not, like, look at me now. Um, <laughs> look at you now. Hosting. But it's like that. It's like that initial reach out. You know what I'm saying? Like, reach out to people. Like, um, I think that's it. Like, it's not just, you don't have to live someplace to know somebody, if that makes sense. Right, right. Like, reach out to those people. Like, have those conversations. Like, you'll, like, for example, like, if you're into sports, bro, there's intramurals. Like, reach out to, like, um, reach out to, uh, I forgot what it's called, but, like, reach out to I think it's student athletics. Athletics, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, go to them, like, hey, like, what are intramurals? Like, how do I get on the basketball team? How do I do this? Right, or, like, whether professionally or just intramurals, things like that. If you want to um, reach out to the BFC or... Just email them or just walk into the student centers. Like, it is like, once again, let me let y'all in on something. We are a public institution. So, anything and everything that is on UMass, uh, like any space at UMass, is open to us to, to use um, respectfully, of course. Right, right, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, like, um, respectfully and responsibly. So those spaces are open for us students to use, and I think that, um, like, making that known that, like, we are students, this is a public institution, these are our spaces, why aren't we allowed to use them? Why aren't we allowed to be in those spaces um, that we we pay tuition for? That miscellaneous meal? <laughs> that miscellaneous meal? That's all this. Um, so just remember that, like, uh, that initial reach out, like, that, is like if I can tell you one thing, always reach out to people. Like, have no fear, bro. I, I'm like a very shy person, but like when like I need like if I want to like be part of something, I'll reach out. I realize like it can never hurt to try. It can mm -hmm. never hurt to try. So yeah. No, yeah, that's that's definitely something. I, honestly, that's something I've been practicing a little more. There's definitely been a bunch of time. I'm trying to get better at it, mm -hmm. but like there's times where I was like, yeah, no, nah, I just don't feel like. Um, like doing like reaching out to any anybody or reaching out to anything new, um, 
just because I, 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 I just don't feel like it. Just just because I have the comfort of the op- of the option of just like going all the way back home, which actually I say all the way, but it's like I live like five minutes away, so it's like it's very tempting to just be like, okay, do I wanna um, stay after and and you know go to this meeting, go to, uh, find uh, talk to these people, or do I just want to go home, mm-hmm. just lay on my bed, you know, stuff like that, you know. Um, that, that, that's why I was mentioning um, dorm culture too, because like you don't have that op- option, or mm-hmm. technically you do just go to your dorm, but like it's a lot less of an option than uh, if you like live in the comfort of your own house, you know. Because yeah. at home you got do you got um, cooked food for you, bro? Free meals. food. Free meals. <laughs> what? Bro. I commute. I know free meals, bro. Um, and so like completely understand as to like why like you want to go back home but like also it's like when you're ha- when you're in that mind space you're like should i stay should i go to this it's like tell that should until like i will go to this you know mm. and then like show up to those spaces and you'll really see like people will be like yo jose what's up like in the hallway they're like oh oh you recognize me oh hi how are you <laughs> yeah you know and then it's like um then you're building those relationships and in turn you're building that community um and then crafting those uh Mentorships, friendships, relationships, 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 it's really it's like hard it, it's it's like and the reason I say it's because of freshmen because I'm like on campus like have, I'm discovering new things again like I I like last year on on um Zoom I had to like I was discovering like Blackboard for the first or yeah for the first time I was gonna like how to operate you know like uh scheduling uh appointments for advising and stuff like that but now I had to like it's more of like a social um, like thing I had to do like I just discover where to meet people or like the best ways to meet people what um, so stuff like that it's um, it's definitely a challenge because like I'm new and because of the person I am where I'm like do I want to do something new like um, the answer to that is yes by the way it, it, yes. it should always be yes but it's easier said than done mm-hmm. for me at least just because you know I'm, I'm always kind of hesitant. I'm, I'm such an overthinker. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if, if I, if I, um, even if I go to like a intro type meeting to like some, some um, program, it's always like, I'm always like psych- second guessing myself. Like, oh, do I have enough time for it? Do I, do I have stuff? Like, instead of like just being like, okay, go for it first and then find out what, you know, what the heck is going on. Um, because, and I think I had a lot of these skills like before um, pandemic. And I think I also went to a small high school. So a lot of it was just like, I knew everybody. So it's not really, maybe yeah, it's just like not new. You know, I just know everybody. So um, I just have the communities like kind of like given just because you had you had to know so everybody yeah. in such a small school. Um, but like now it's like you know I walk around and I'm like oh my god, like it's just so much, it's such such a big uh, school. It's just so much to like learn, so much people to meet. Um, so it's definitely it's been a tricky transition. Um, I think I've been doing decently though. Mm-hmm. I do think so. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. <laughs> it's tricky. It's, it's tricky. tricky. 
Um, I'm saying, like, one thing I realized, or something that, uh, I forgot who, uh, I just saw it yesterday, but it's like, um, to be successful is to always, like, to, to be able to say no. And one of the biggest mm-hmm. things is to be able to say no to yourself, um, or, like, to stop yourself from doing certain things, like, um, for example, like overthinking, and I'm not saying like it's a it's a form of insanity. That's not what I'm saying. Hey Amen. The way I be overthinking, yeah, I just say, but like someone Jeez. told me, like if you do the same thing over and over and over and over again, expecting a different result, mm-hmm. that's the definition of insanity. That's like a, yeah, it's like an Albert Einstein quote, right? Yeah, yeah. Shout out Albert Einstein. <laughs> I don't know if it's Einstein, but like I, I was no, okay. For it. I don't know if it's you know, Einstein. shout out Albert Einstein anyway. Shout out to Einstein. Shout out Einstein. Whoever said that quote, you know. If we were real His one. last name is synonymous to genius, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and so, like, I think, like, if you're if you're continuously overthinking, 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 expecting that, like, when you overthink, you're gonna get a different result from the uh, first time you overthink, the second, third time you're caught. I would think to like kind of um, change, like not change. That's not what I'm saying. But like, um, see if you can, like, I don't know, get out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's like as you're overthinking, you're like, yo, it's not that deep. And like, honestly, um, what you're gonna realize a lot of times is it's not that deep. It's not that. Um, and like, it's it's yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of thought. There's a lot of processes. There's this and there's that. There's that. But always try for mm-hmm. once. Like for the very first time. Like try. And then once you've tried. Try again. And then the third time, you're like, nah, that's not for me. Three strikes, you're out, bro. Like, three strikes and it's out. It's like that third try. Like, you've already tried twice. So, like, or, or, um, let me ask this, if that's what you're saying. At the third time, uh, if, if like, it's, it's whatever. If you don't do it, you know, you already tried twice. So, you kind of know the result you're going to get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm saying, like, try once, try twice. Try a third time, cause like by the third time, if you tried it, the something the third time, you realize like is it for me? Is it not for me? You realize very quickly. Like from like the first time, you're probably like ah. Second time, you're like hmm. Third time, you're probably like nah. Or you maybe like maybe I uh, will do it. And so like always try. Um, and in turn, it's okay. Like it's okay as I said to say no, cause successful people say no. Like if you realize something's not for you, you can tell yourself no. This is not for me. No, I can leave this behind. No. Um, it's not good for my mental. It's not good mm-hmm. for my emotional. Um, so, like, I think it's we. You always have to try because if you don't try, you'll never know. Yeah, you know? I've never been good at that. The whole say no thing. Say no. I've always been like, um, like I think someone told me like a while ago. Like, I guess he, it was at my high school. He was like there to like motivate students mm-hmm. stuff like that. And he was like, just like for new opportunities. And for the most part, I agree with it. It was like for new opportunities, if people are asking you to just just say yes, you know, just to try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, like I don't know where like just trying out finishes and when like you're doing this now yeah, it stops. Yeah, like, so oh, it's like, yeah, three years and I'm still here. Yeah, I'm just still trying. I'm just like no, in reality, you spent all this energy and all these things. So you're not trying no more. Like you're in the the um the program or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. I say listen to your body, listen to how it makes you feel, cause like a lot of times like um we kind of like fool ourselves into thinking oh this is for me if I just stick it out like I'll be I'll be fine I'll yeah. be Gucci it's all good it's good and it goes crystal you know 
but honestly, like, after a while, like, your body will tell you, like, this ain't for me. Like, I can't be here. I can't do this. I don't feel um, it emotionally. I don't feel it uh, physically. I just don't feel it. It doesn't go well with me. And that's when it's time for you to be like, to tell yourself, like, no, like, you can't continue doing this, you know? Um, I think listening to your body is, like, a big part of that. And then also, too, like, if um, once you realize, like, you're not in that, uh, if you're in that space and you realize it's not for you, um, you get out of it, get out of it, like, immediately remove yourself from that and just, like, reevaluate, like, why were you there in the first place? Was it because... Um, you want it to be there, or is it, like, because you feel obligated to? Mm-hmm. Obligation sometimes, like, obligation does not equate to, like, being, like, something that is fulfilling to you. Sometimes, just because we're, ob- like, not, you're, I, I don't know if I want to say this. Because I'm, like, I don't want to be, like, you're not obligated to anything. And that's, that's not that's true, not true right, you know? Yeah. But I say, like, um, if you feel like you're being forced to do something. That's not for you. It's not for you. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, there's definitely times where, the way I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to do this, but it's like I have to do this to be in this group or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's just like, that's I know that's probably definitely probably not the right way to do it, but I'm also I'm also a, a people pleaser. I realized mm-hmm. where like I shout out to my people pleasers. Man. Yeah, like I realized that I would change what I would do or how I would approach things based on like how this person is gonna feel you know so like, i'll be like oh um let me um do this activity um or or let me do this activity or let me um not give up on this activity just because i don't want to go through the process of being like oh sorry i don't want to do this no more and then the other person be like dang like you know mm-hmm. like disappoint i don't want to disappoint the yeah. other Person. Yeah, and that's admirable too. Like you're empathizing with the people around. But it's you, probably not healthy. It's not healthy, but like I, it just know that it's like your situation around those around you. Like you, you're taking into consideration what others around you right, are thinking, right. and you're you're um kind of like shifting, um sometimes like you're shifting what your comfortability to match their comfortability, but also realize that if that other person never ever shifts their comfortability to match your comfortability, then something's wrong and then mm-hmm. so you you have to realize you can't always um con- concede i think that's the word mm-hmm. all the time and sometimes you have to realize like maybe it's time for me to look out for yeah. myself i've been looking look out, out for, for number one person. right yeah, yeah 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 i've been looking out for this person for quite a while now maybe it's time for me to like take care of me you know right yeah and then so like but also like um but again like i'm saying like if when you're in a space in a space where you are building community um, it won't come to the point where like you're feeling obligated to just only um, allow to go with what that person is saying. Usually, you'll find communities and, and in those spaces, you'll be like, "Oh, people be like, yo, are you good? Maybe we can do what you want to do today, Jose. Maybe we can do what Yanni wants to do. Maybe we can do what uh, A, B, or C wants right, to do today. Yeah. Like you'll find that like in those spaces. That's another way you can figure out if a space uh, belongs to you or not. If this space is good to you or not. Is like. If the people in that space are looking out for you, and in turn you're looking out for them, like is there like a relationship? Is there a bond there? And I think that's also indicative of like um, how like how much you're giving to that space, bringing to that space, and in turn how much that space is being you. like yeah. reciprocated to you too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. There's definitely. I should have had like a notepad, uh, a pen and paper, just to like exactly. write. I mean, I guess I have them record. I would just listen back to yes. <laughs> all the all the game you just spit. Yes, definitely. Yes. 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 Bro. Like, 
telling you four years in college is like, bro, whoa. <laughs> it's been four years, bro. You say you feel like a freshman. I feel like I'm still a sophomore. I feel like, bro. You yeah. you must have had a successful freshman year if you feel like a sophomore. Bro, freshman year was great. <laughs> First semester of sophomore year was like, yes. You know, and I'm in March and we're going to Selma, you know. Um, and Selma. Like, we're going to Alabama. We're marching on the, um, uh, like, the bridge. And then... <laughs> What, you mean literally? Like, yeah, yeah. We, oh, okay. We met, like, we went to Alabama, uh, with, uh, hosted by the African Studies Department. Shout out to African Studies Department. Shout out. Um, uh, we went, and then we came back, and I was like, oh, all this talk about COVID, we're like, nah. Everybody was, everybody, people were bugging, but people, like, you remember on social media, where it's like, you guys, you're bugging. It's just, a, it's like the it's, flu. It's just a little, a little cold. Yeah. That's it. A cough, cough. Uh, I remember when sneeze, it started. Sneeze. I remember when it started being on, my first class was on, like, Instagram Live. I remember being like, oh, this is actually so cool. Like, oh, my God. Like, I get to see. But no. That changed to, like, no. two years of Zoom. Or, like, not, like, yeah. it was too much. A whole pandemic, bro. I legit thought I was like in like apocalyptic times, man. Oh like, bro. But freshman year was like, ooh, like I had CLA first. Shout out to CLA first. I had all these great mentors and people around me. And then sophomore year, like I had wonderful people um, too. But it was just a pandemic, and you know, like when you're. So Zoom started your your sophomore year, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then junior year was all online. All online, then, yeah, yeah. Halfway okay. through uh, sophomore year, it was like suddenly like, ooh, <laughs> it's Zoom, and so like yeah, but. Yeah, I remember second semester or freshman year, which is second semester, which was the last semester of Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, I was literally like, I was done. You're done. I yeah. was. There was an assignment. If the assignment was due on Friday, I would get an extension to Monday, and I wouldn't turn it in till like Wednesday or Friday. Bro, I feel you. Like, I feel you. Honestly, that's G. If anybody says Monday, it's a Wednesday. They say Wednesday, it's a Friday. <laughs> Listen, if they say I will get it to you by the end of the month, you're not gonna see that paper ever <laughs> during Zoom times. Like, I'm I'm being for real. Like during Zoom times, that's how. Like, and I think that's like, you know, the pandemic really was, took a lot from us, took community, took like, I think that's like being near and around people. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it took like the skills of like how to be, like I remember once we started being in person, I was like, how do I talk to people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I talk to people? Well, you guys, um, yeah, <laughs> we planned. We planned like twenty, twenty-five minutes. We gave you a a nice, a, a juicy forty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope this was a, a helpful. It was definitely helpful for me, and definitely probably helpful for a, a bunch of these other, a bunch of my fellow underclassmen. Bro, I'm sorry, I was rambling, y'all. Um, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. But yeah, but I'm glad you found it helpful. Like any anytime, bro, anytime. No, yeah, definitely. Advice or guidance. Let me know. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it was great being here, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm glad we finally got you on. Um, we should do the, this look here. All right. So, it's our voice. Your voice. Student, Student voice. voice. Catch y'all right. later. And Bye. With that, good night.